This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we are rolling right along in our adventures in Acts with Festus shares with Agrippa, Paul brought before Agrippa, Paul's defense before Agrippa, Paul's conversion yet again, and not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O oh, Almighty God, merciful Father, I, your merciful sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto you all. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world and well for the well-being of the Church of God, let us pray to the Lord. and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Hear me, 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 hear me
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father, your blessed Son called Luke the physician to be an evangelist and physician of the soul. Grant that the healing medicine of the gospel and the sacraments may put to flight the diseases of our souls, that with willing hearts we may ever love and serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament lesson for the Feast of St. Luke is written in Isaiah chapter 35. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes and highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It shall belong to those who walk on the way. Even if they are fools, they shall not go astray. This is the word of the Lord.
the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. This is probably not the verse that you heard from your pastor at your home congregation when you first considered coming to the seminary 
to study for the ministry or diaconate. Go, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. And now here you are in the midst of the fall term at the seminary, and perhaps you wish your pastor had told you, Behold, I am sending you out as lambs. In all seriousness, though, I pray that your time at the seminary has not been a wolfish one. Yet in our gospel reading, the Lord does tell the 72 that he is sending them out like lambs in the midst of wolves. And when you consider what, lamb, or what wolves do to lambs, these words might make the hairs on your arm stand on end. Not only that, but the Lord also tells them not to take anything with them. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals. They are to take with them no provisions to guarantee their survival amidst the wolves. Nothing to protect themselves or even to fight back against the wolves that encircle them. No protection against the dark forces that work against them as they go from town to town and face those who may turn them away. They will be like lambs in the midst of wolves. And when you think about lambs surrounded by wolves, it is not a particularly pleasant thought. It sounds like Jesus is sending the 72 out like lambs to the slaughter. Is that what Jesus is doing to these 72 who followed him? That they are like lambs being led out to the slaughter? And what about you? As you prepare for the office of the ministry or the diaconate, are you too being prepared to be sent out like lambs among wolves? like lambs to the slaughter. Well, do you have anything in and of yourselves to defang the wolves? No, you take nothing of your own for this work. No money bag, no knapsack, no sandals. Nothing that can be used to defend yourself or fight back against the wolves. And yet, you are given something to pacify the wolves in and around you. Consider St. Luke, the evangelist, and the three tools that he has. A stethoscope, a paintbrush, and a quill. St. Paul records in Colossians that his beloved friend Luke is a physician, and tradition holds that Luke was also a painter. With his brush, he is believed to have painted the very first icon. And with his pen, he authored an orderly account of the things that have been accomplished as delivered to him from the eyewitnesses. He himself was not an eyewitness, 
but his account and witness to the earthly ministry of Jesus and then to the apostles who came after. His writings make up the largest portion of the New Testament by a single author. So here is Luke, a healer of body, sight, and soul. Yet neither stethoscope nor brush nor quill pacify the wolves for Luke, except for what they have in common. One word, peace. The one thing that you have been given to defang the wolves that tear and destroy is this very same peace of God. It's the very same word the 72 were sent out with as well. When you enter a house, say, peace be to this house. Of itself, though, this one little word, peace, seems a pretty insignificant word to hold against the ravenous beasts that surround you and are determined to destroy you. But the one who bears that word understands the power behind it. This word of peace can beat swords into plowshares. Spears into pruning hooks. It can turn hatred into love, unbelief to faith, death into life. This peace comes through the one who is our peace, who has already risen from death to life again. And at his birth, the angels proclaimed, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Which of the four gospel writers included these words in their writing? Luke. Brothers and sisters, go your way. Behold, I am sending you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Just make sure that Luke's little word for Jesus goes with you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Confident that our Lord hears the prayers of his faithful, let us approach his throne of mercy, interceding on behalf of the church and the world. that while anxiously awaiting the Lord's return, we may never tire of inviting others to hear the good news of life in Christ, let us pray to the Lord, Lord that God would grant us civil rulers who desire what is best <clears throat> for our life together in this world, teaching them forbearance, wisdom, and humility, let us pray to the Lord. That God would defeat the schemes of those who are driven by hatred and violence, and that He would defend those whose very lives are threatened by death and destruction. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord that the estate of marriage would be honored and upheld as God has ordained it, with husbands and wives loving and serving each other in faithful love and service. 
Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For all those who are burdened with illness, that they would know the healing hand of God, waiting patiently for relief that he knows to be best for us. Let us pray to the Lord. That all who receive the life-giving gifts of Christ's body and blood would be strengthened in faith to love God and to serve the neighbor, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That God would grant us steadfastness of purpose, even as he did for the evangelist St. Luke, that the words of life he penned in his gospel may ever strengthen us until the final coming of the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Grant our petitions, O Lord, for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. to the Lord our God. It is meet It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, for you have mightily governed and protected your holy church in which the blessed apostles and evangelists proclaimed your divine and saving gospel. Therefore, with patriarchs and prophets, apostles and evangelists, with your servant Luke and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying,
Father, Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Blessed be the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.